listeners, you are listening to a very special episode of That's Entertainment. I am your pop culture maven, Jeff Malone, and with me as always, live from Hampton, Maine, is my Aunt Beth Woods. Aunt Beth, how are you doing today? Very good. I'm excited for our, am I allowed to say what our special episode is? Sure, why not? <laughs> well, let's, let's not keep our audience waiting. Happy anniversary. It's our first anniversary. So I'm excited about that. Yes. And yeah. Didn't Happy really anniversary want... to you too. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't think I'd talk about the weather too much because it's, <laughs> it was beautiful, but I think that's the end of it. So we had some gorgeous days, but now pretty sure, well, I suppose there could be some more, but I doubt it. Now that it's November 12th, I think it's going to start being, tomorrow is supposed to start dropping. So. Yeah, it's the same for us. We had six days in a row above six above 70 degrees. Wow, you had even, yeah, we had a couple that did hit 70. Oh, it just felt so nice. The but did, air it get, did it go like under 40 overnight? No, it was in the 50s at night. Oh, wow. I think, yeah, I think even tonight it's only... Well, I'm not sure. But then, yeah, then I looked and there's one day next week where the high is only in the 30s during the day. I was like, oh, geez. So it's going to feel like a shock, but we knew it was coming. So. Yes, it is November <laughs> after all. Yes. Just a few weeks away from Thanksgiving. I know, which is also crazy. Oh. Yes, and so... It was back in October 2019, actually, that Aunt Beth and I started released our very first episode where we talked about the Emmys. And so it's right now it's like a year and one month anniversary, but uh, I, you know, that's, I think a month is past the actual anniversary date. Isn't too long to wait. It's still allowed. Yes. (laughs) Um, and we wanted to make sure that our listeners could share in it as much as they wanted to. And um, we'll be reading a lot of messages we received from our listeners later in the show. And uh, we got some lovely ones, didn't we? Oh, we really did. I was very touched and very happy. <laughs> yes. It's, um, it's always nice to get positive feedback from... When you go, when you enter into an endeavor like this one. Yeah, it's because you don't really know unless you, people tell you. So it's a, it's a nice way to hear what people think and keep pushing us forward. Yes. Um, yeah, so we'll be, yeah, we'll be pushing forward. We'll be looking ahead and we'll be looking back. You know, we just, we thought it was a good time to take stock of where we are and that's that's what we're going to be doing. Normally, we pick a pop culture topic on this show and discuss it according to the three Fs, first, favorite, and forever. And well, this time that pop culture topic is ourselves in a way. So we'll be we'll be talking about our, our own origin story and some of our favorite memories of doing the show thus far and what we hope we have in store for each other and for you in the, the months and years ahead. Oh, years. <laughs> we'll see. Okay. I, th- I, th- I will say I, 
I'll see whether or not you agree with me, but I think we'll keep doing this show for as long as we both enjoy doing it. Yeah, that's a good way to, to put it. Mm-hmm. As long as we have things to, that we still think are fun and interesting to talk about. Yes, that are entertaining that's for us. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but before we get into all of that, there is some business we need to take care of. I now I take full responsibility for this first bit of business. I realized after recording the most recent karaoke corner episode that we had a bit of a repeat. One of the bands that uh, Riley, your daughter, assigned me was the Beatles, and I neglected to realize that you had already assigned me the Beatles, the lovable lads from Liverpool, on the very first karaoke corner mini yeah. episode. So I assumed that I didn't realize you didn't know that. I just figured you just were gonna do it anyway because there's so many choices with the Beatles. But um, yeah, that was it was funny when you didn't realize till afterwards. Well, I was actually I think what I real when I realized it was I decided that. Because there had actually been a few times where people had suggested bands that I'd already done. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, well, I should make a list that I can refer to. So whenever I ask someone to give me some band suggestions, I can point them out easily to the bands that I've already done so yeah. far. So I was just working on that. To, oh, okay. And that's when I realized, it's like, oh, wait a minute. Yeah, <laughs> but it, but it did work out because there's definitely more than one Beatles song that I yes. think is ideal for karaoke. And what I I, I called it, I um, Riley and I call that phenomenon wavelength. Whenever she's here, I was explaining that to your dad because he and I just did it with. Um, I don't know if he told you about. He asked me a song or told me he liked this song by the Vogues. And then uh-huh. I just, right after that, I texted him and I said, there's two other songs that you should um, Google by the Bo Brummels. And he said to me, true story, as your dad says, he says, I just said to Jeff, a band that reminds me of the Vogues is, are the Bo Brummels. And so I had to explain to him what wavelength is. So if Riley's here and we'll say something at the same time, or we'll think of something similar but a lot of people do it, but we just look at each other and we go wavelength. So, <laughs> so she and I probably, because of the Beatles, she was thinking of me and we were, we were just on the same wavelength. So that's what it was. Okay. But yeah, like you said, I mean, you could do the Beatles probably 20 times and still have songs to pick for karaoke. So. Yes, that is true. Well, speaking of uh, the Beatles, they are British So that kind of leads into our next uh, bit of business to cover, uh, which will bring the mood down a bit because two major entertainment figures passed away within the past couple of weeks. One of them was British and they were kind of connected in a weird way, even though I'm not sure if they ever actually met, but um, talking about uh, Scottish actor Sean Connery who passed away on on Halloween at the age of 90 and Jeopardy host Alex Trebek passed away at the age of 80 on November 8th and 
longtime listeners, of course, know that you and I are both Jeopardy fans. We yeah. did a Jeopardy episode, uh, I think about a year ago. So we yeah. both, yeah, we both had feelings when these two folks passed away, and yeah, so they were, they were, they're fictional counterparts. Will Ferrell and Daryl Hammond played them as um, as foes on the SNL Celebrity <laughs> Jeopardy sketches. I wonder who came up, why they came up with that idea that they should be having their ongoing feud. But it's funny because not until you 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 know we decided to talk about them, and then I thought about it. I said, "Wow, that's kind of um, apropos." I guess is the word that that they died around the same time because of how SNL, you know, did their little Jeopardy. Um, it was, it just kind of, not that it's ever not funny, but um, it just was kind of interesting that they died within a week of each other. And then it made us think of uh, SNL skits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. S- I mean, SNL has been around for, almost 50 years at this point oh my God. so wow. they've they've covered they've parodied a lot of pop culture along the way mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah people should listen to some old jeopardy ones though when they get a chance because they were hilarious was daryl did anyone else do sean connery after daryl hammond or was he the only one that not definitely not on any Jeopardy sketches. Okay, uh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe there might have been someone who did it before him, but um, so is is Sean Connery anyone besides James Bond to you? Um, I remember seeing The Name of the Rose uh-huh. um, in the eighties. I guess that was, and really enjoying it. But I, I, I would have to rewatch it i barely remember much of it at all um that's probably the movie that sticks out the most with him i know he's been in so many movies but do you have any or do you just think of james bond also well i there is one that i'm not sure if i'd call it my favorite it's you know it's kind of in that so bad it's good territory Uh have you ever heard of zardoz no. This is like a, a dystopian sci-fi movie where he is, Sean Connery plays the leader of, uh, I think they're called the Brutals, and they live out on the beach, and mm. they worship this stone head called Zardoz, mm. and he delivers guns to them. And meanwhile, mm. there's this other group of people who are immortal, who live like on the other side of the country or like across some barrier and Mm -hmm. Sean Connery's character Zed, he crosses through the barrier and teaches the immortal people how to die again. Oh, geez. There's a lot of other weirdness along the way. It sounds very weird. (laughs) There's one point where he's dressed in a, it's, like um, it's like red underwear with suspenders. Oh. <laughs> How old is the movie? It's came out in the seventies. I want to say seventy-five. Oh, 
five or so. Oh, okay. It's one of those movies from that era where you assume that everyone was dropping LSD. Yes. Well, the time they were making it. I know it sounds like it as you described it. It's 1974. Oh, okay. Huh. Uh, uh, I must. I'm sure I've seen him in I, uh, in other things, but right now I can't even think of him. But he you just wanted, his presence. Yeah, he, he's kind of like the ultimate celebrity example of masculinity. Yeah, yeah. yeah. At least Very the at least the Scottish version. Yeah. yeah. And you know, Alex, I can't even oh it's I, mean, I you know, so I made sure Monday night I was curious what they were gonna do and was it the producer who came mm-hmm. out at the beginning. Mike I Richards, re- I think his name is oh, okay. I didn't realize they had that he said they had 35 shows taped, which is seven weeks, which will probably bring them to the end of the year. Christmas um, Day, they said, oh, is, is the it? last yeah. one, yeah. So it's going to be, have you heard? And I mean, I think from all the responses I've read and online and just people posting on Facebook, it's, it's almost unfathomable to think of somebody else, you know, hosting. I know, it's... It's almost like you kind of want them to take a break, yeah, so that people can, um, you know, for it to, you know, like for it to be off the air for a little bit and then build up people's appetites. Because I've, I'm thinking of like other people who have taken over for really iconic, iconic game show hosts in the. Best example that comes to mind is Drew Carey taking yeah. over for Bob Barker on The mm-hmm. Price is Right. But I mean, Bob was, he was certainly iconic, but not yeah. quite on the same level as Alex. Yeah, I, it's going to be, I wouldn't want, I mean, obviously they're going to want to keep the show. It's a great, people yeah. love the show and they're not, it's a, I'm sure it does well for the networks and but I wouldn't be, want to be that person that has to come on and, and say, I'm taking over for Alex Trebek. I know, it's, but, it's going to be daunting for whoever yeah. it is. And the other thing is when Lynn, I think Lynn texted me first before you had, I hadn't had seen it, or maybe you, no, you texted me first and said Al, uh, Alex passed away this morning and then Lynn wrote something. And um, I said, and I said that to you, I said, I just saw him the other night, but even in these shows, like you would never know that he was sick or, I mean, I don't know what we'd expect, but yet he, he looks so good. It's going to be odd to see that final week of taping. Yeah. Oh, you know, I mean, did you know he, had he taken a turn for the worse or anything or had you? I hadn't, anything? I hadn't heard anything. Yeah. I, I think he, it seemed like he always kept that under wraps. Like if he was yeah. having a bad day, he didn't want it announced. Yeah, he was, wow. Oh boy. Well, that's a rough one. Pancreatic cancer is, is yeah. not, a, not a fun thing to have, but we will miss them both for sure. Yeah. Did you, are there any other appearances by Alex outside of Jeopardy that you have any fond memories of? Um, I thought I saw there was something that came across my phone and it said Alex and he was on two other shows and now I can't remember 
Because I don't think he's, or he acted on something. Do you, do you remember what he was on? Well, he made a lot of guest appearances as himself. Like, I know he was on an episode of Cheers. That when, was the, I think they had pictured, yeah. When, when Cliff Clavin was a oh, contestant. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. That was hilarious, yep. Okay. What else did you see him on? He was on uh, The Simpsons. Okay. And yeah, they had a, co- a little uh, caricature of that that I saw. Uh, the X-Files. He didn't play himself on that. He played like a, a government agent. Oh. Um, then there was Hot in Cleveland, How I Met Your Mother, The Nanny. Wow, he was on a lot. Yeah, uh, let's see. Uh, in Rugrats, he played, he voiced, he didn't play himself, but he voiced a game show character on that. Okay. And also, I think on Arthur and the Magic School Bus. So he's on a couple of kids-focused kids animated shows. Yeah. And wow. I think he was on Blossom. I was just reading <laughs> a vulture had a, a list of some of his most memorable appearances. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite recently was when uh, Conan did this recurring bit where it was Alex Trebek is losing his mind, where mm-hmm. they, they spliced various clues together you did so was, you sent me something on that one time you know yeah well and then alex showed up to get his revenge on conan oh he did and presented some versions of of conan all spliced together oh and he sounded nice. like a, a babbling fool yeah <laughs> i just want to leave you with one more thought the next time you consider taking a person's words out of context and manipulating all of that to make them look foolish. I want you to think about this. The ex-president of Ukraine, James Vanderbeek, often <laughs> massages weasels in order to extract this foul-smelling, waxy secretion that has bridge engineers all over the world screaming, what's up? <laughs> now you think about that. He seems like he had, he did have a good sense of humor. Yeah. Well, he put in his time, even if he hadn't been sick, you would think he would have wanted to retire at some point anyway. I mean, he was 80 years old, so certainly. Yeah. Well, he had actually recently renewed his contract until 2022. Yeah, 2022, I did that. Wow. It's worth it. Yeah. Oh, well. I guess it's part of life, but it's not a fun part. That's true. Well. Hey, I think we're ready to start our anniversary. Yes, so did you bring any champagne? No, I should have. (laughs) Although I don't like champagne much, though. I'm not... I guess I'm not a huge fan either, but I'll drink it on oh. New Year's Day. Yeah, or at a wedding or whatever. But right. Well, I've got it. I've got a glass of water. So do you have yes, anything that you can toast with? <laughs> yes. Okay. So let's I guess let's t- clink, clink our microphones or wherever we can. Okay. Here, here. Two yes. <laughs> so. We're going to go ahead and talk about uh, a quick uh, little 
recap of our very own origins. And so I have a specific memory, at least as far back of, as 2013, of having an ambition to start a podcast. Oh. I remember, so that was the year I started grad school when I got my media studies master's at the new school. And I was thinking at the time, I know I mentioned to at least one friend, like, would you have any interest in doing like a Saturday Night Live recap podcast? So mm-hmm. that was one idea I had bouncing around in my head. And I'd say this version of the show, this concept, probably popped into my head around maybe three years ago. And really at that point, it was just figuring out who I'd want my co-host to be. And mm-hmm. about a year and a half ago, I'd say, I came to me like a lightning bolt. It was like, <laughs> oh, I know someone who I enjoy talking to about pop culture whenever I get the chance to. And then on the 4th of July weekend, maybe the post-4th of July weekend 2019, mm-hmm. I proposed it to her, and that's where you come into the story. Yeah. Well, that's when I first, I didn't know you had been thinking about it. And um, uh, you said to me that you had been thinking and you said, who do I know who's up on current pop culture and enjoys it as much as I do? And you said, Aunt Beth. And I was very flattered, first of all, that my 31-year-old nephew would want to do a podcast with his (coughs) 60-old aunt. (laughs) So... And um, that you felt like I had enough to contribute. I did. I really appreciate that you thought that because I, you know, we've have always would talk about it just kind of casually, but you could probably see how much I enjoyed talking about it. Then my second thought was kind of nervousness because I thought, is this, can I do this? I do, do I have anything to offer or, um, you know, enough to, enough knowledge about things? But then it just, after doing it a few times, you start to become more relaxed and make things lighter and fun. And But I want to thank you for pushing me out of my comfort zone and having me do this, because it's certainly not something I would have ever done myself. And I do, I really have enjoyed it. So that's, yeah, that was, yeah, last summer when you guys were up here visiting for vacation. Is when that's right. idea started. We did a little like um, practice episode. It wasn't really an episode, but we just kind of talked a little bit. So it was like a pilot proof of concept. Yes. Okay. That's what we would have sh- if we had to pitch this to the po- uh, to a podcast network. That's what we would have shown to them. Oh. Okay. Okay. Yes. Well, I'll also have to say thank you to you as well for agreeing because it definitely wouldn't have been as enjoyable just doing it by myself. Yeah, I find that, well, thank you, not just me, but I mean, I find that too with any kind of type of thing similar to this. I think it's much more fun to go off of each other. I used to think, oh, Mm -hmm. if I ever had a radio show or something, I'd want to have somebody with me because I'd do much better than if I was just on my own. So, yeah, it's, it's been good. Now, I've, I think I've heard, didn't you 
DJ on the radio when you were in college? Yeah. Well, no, not when I, when I was in college. When I was in Montana, I okay. Yes. So that was mm, I was already in my thirties. Um, I took a DJ class, and then you had to kind of do a. I don't remember how many weeks it was where you did your own show um, under some. You know, I guess kind of a, almost like an internship, um, and I did that there and whew, that made that was nerve-wracking <laughs> and that's when they were just starting to have cds i think it must have been about nine, 91 maybe so i was still doing a lot of albums and i was always worried i'd go in and have to like go through these you know thousands of albums to pick what i mean i'd have an idea beforehand but pick what i wanted and um then i was always worried i wouldn't do it right and but, <laughs> but it was fun but yeah that's what made me think because I hear certain shows sometimes on the radio where there's two of them talking back and forth. And I think I'd be better doing with that, having somebody to, to chat with. So. Well, we don't just have each other. We also have our listeners. Occasionally we have guests. They're, mm -hmm. they're not with us on the Zoom call right now, but I feel them in my heart. I think they're <laughs> with us in spirit now. And they're, they're also here in recorded form. Uh, we asked our listeners if they'd like to, to send us some messages and uh, put them in the form, the first favorite forever form of the show, if they wanted to be a part of the anniversary. And we got some responses and we're going to yeah. read some and play them now, I guess. Sounds good. So... Do you have that, uh, all those brought, uh, yeah, I've got pulled it. up right now? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I think we've got uh, one from, oh, Bob Malone. He was, yeah. that's, uh, that's uh, my dad and uh, <laughs> your brother, and I, our listeners might also know him as the guest from our Saturday Night Live episode. That's right. Do you want to go ahead and read this one? Yeah. Um, okay. Unfortunately... On my phone, I'm, it's gonna, I'm not going to be doing the best job, but this is what Bob Malone wrote. Oops, wait a minute. I just lost it. Come back. <laughs> I just, I hit something. Okay. All right. First, I don't really remember the first time I listened to the podcast, but I have an earlier memory than your first show. Can we count that? <laughs> we were vacationing in Maine last summer. And you and your aunt, he's talking to you, Jeff, were having several mysterious conversations and plans to meet and tape. This apparently was the genesis of the show. I noticed you, but didn't realize that I was let's see, observing cultural history developing right before my eyes. My favorite podcasts are the ones where you have guests including Katie Malone, Rob Malone, and Wesley and Elizabeth Woods. But I would have to be honest and say my favorite of these guest shows was the one in which I appeared, where we discussed SNL. Not for egotistical reasons, but because I had done research and therefore felt invested in the show, and also because I was able to converse with you two as the show unfolded. Forever, you two don't seem to run out of topics, so I think you will 
keep going forever. Hopefully until you reach a critical mass for, of, until you reach a critical mass of followers. So thank you very much, brother. Thank you, Dad. So what do you think defines a critical mass of followers? Ooh, I don't know. 50 <laughs> for us. Maybe, maybe <laughs> when, be... <laughs> maybe when a podcast society gives us a trophy or something. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, we've also got some uh, audio messages and we've got one right here from uh, our guest from the What We Do in the Shadows episode, uh, Mr. Patrick Kotner. So let's go ahead and play that one right now. Oh boy, Jeff and Beth. Wow, a whole year. It's amazing. Good for you guys. This is huge. This is, I don't know of any other podcast that has gone on a year. So this truly like, wow, it's just, it's, 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 it's crazy. A year. Wow. This, wow. The first time I heard about the podcast, it had to have been from some time Jeff posted about it. And I said, look at that. Another podcast. That's great. We love podcasts. As many, I'll take as many as I can get. And, and I think now it's been a whole year. My favorite thing about it is just that it exists. And that's all that matters. Put more content into the world. And now that we're, man, 365 days, 12 months, 52 weeks... My wish for the future is that it'll go on another year. And I know that's asking a lot because, no, I already said this is the first podcast to go a year. And I can't even imagine that there will ever be a podcast that goes on two years. But I think if anyone can do it, I think it's Jeff Malone and Aunt Beth. This is Patrick Cotner, by the way, from the What We Do in the Shadows episode. Stay safe. Peace and love. I will not sign any autographs that get sent to me after October the 14th. Peace and love. I didn't realize that there weren't any other podcasts that have gone longer than a year. Oh, as, was he serious? When, when I first listened to that, I was like, is that true or is he just... Well, I could have sworn I, I listened to some podcasts myself that have lasted longer, but I guess not. I guess... Oh, sheesh, we should wear that... Ah, and I meant to tell you, his voice reminded me of Gary Goleman a little bit when he was doing this, this review. Wow. Yeah, it just sounded like him. But that was Gary Goleman, who we dedicated an episode to. Do you think he's listened to us? Uh, I don't know. I would Maybe love that's it. when we reach a critical mass, when Gary yeah. starts listening. <laughs> yeah. Okay, next okay. up, we've got a couple of messages from some aunts, some aunts of mine, who are, <laughs> Aunt Beth is not my only aunt. That's right. Um, this one, these are a couple of aunts on my mom's side of the family, and this one is from Patty Dansbury, who said uh, she looks forward to seeing the podcast once completed. And I guess I'll give you the answer to the last question, which is the forever question. I will you many future fun shows. Mm -hmm. 
And I thank you, Patty. Yes, I assume. Yes, yeah, so she's willing us out of her own powers. I guess she has the power to do that. Because mm -hmm, she's a lawyer. That must be it. <laughs> yeah. She knows the legal loopholes to make to ensure that podcasts last as long as possible. Yes. Okay. And then uh, this is from my Aunt Lynn Apple. She said, my first recollection of That's Entertainment was from your email on October 6th. My favorite thing about it is that it is the work of my wonderful nephew and his cool aunt. My wishes for the future are continued success, fun, and a growing audience. The sun is just coming out here. I hope that this portends a change of leadership in the White House. And I'm happy to say that people are still drinking good wine and lots of it. <laughs> so she sent that message a few weeks ago before the election. So. Before the election, yes. Thank you, Lynn. That was good. Okay, now we have another we have another audio. Yes, we do. This is from Jeopardy champion and also past that's that's entertainment guest Stephen Grade. And here is what he had to say. Hello, Jeff. Hello, Aunt Beth. This is Stephen Grade wishing you a very happy one year anniversary of the That's Entertainment podcast. When I first heard about your podcast, my initial thought was, wow, what an outstanding name. I am an avowed fan of all things punny, and that is some top-notch pun work right there. My favorite thing about the show is that, at its heart, it's a family affair. I think that this past year has taught us many things, but the value of keeping in touch with our friends and family, especially those who we can't be physically near, has to be right at the top of the list. It's comforting to know that the two of you have this regular time set aside to chat and talk about things you both enjoy, for one of you to recommend something new to the other, or for you to take a trip to Karaoke Corner. My wish for the future of your podcast is for you to keep going. As someone who has several spreadsheets worth of podcast planes that are yet to amount to anything, I know how hard it can be to get a show up and running and to keep a show up and running. My hope is that you'll never run out of things to talk about, never run out of guests, and never run out of ideas. Congratulations on your first year. Oh, that was so sweet. I love yes. that. that um, very nicely said. And I wish if he does indeed have a spreadsheet of podcasts, I hope that they, we get to hear the results of that at some point. I, I think Stephen would uh, yeah. be a fine podcast host. Hey, Beth, do you keep spreadsheets of your or otherwise, like, write down lists of movies and TV shows? Um, that I want to see, you mean? Or, or like, to keep track of in some way, like, or ones that you've already seen? To, like, Not so much them. ones I've already seen, but I'll keep... I, that's funny that just last week I got... Um, I, I write things on pieces, little pieces of paper and... So I finally one day combined a bunch or got all the papers and combined a list of shows that I wanted to watch on Netflix and um, all the different broadcast things um, because there were some old ones. So of course, then I got overwhelmed after I saw the list. And I'll do that with movies and stuff, but I don't, I, I wish I, I probably should write things that I wrote because sometimes years later I'll think, oh, did I see that? You know, you for, I forget sometimes. I remember I rented a movie a number of years ago 
and I'm watching it and I'm a little way through and I'm like, I already saw this movie. So yeah, it'd be nice to have a little list to check off. So yeah, you keep track of all yours, right? Yeah. Um, in various ways. Well, I, in movies, yeah, I definitely keep a running list for the whole year. That's a good idea. Okay, who are, where are we now? It looks like uh, we've got a guest, a message Dating from another, alone. yeah, another past uh, guest from our musical episode, my sister Katie. Do you want to go ahead and take this one? Sure. She answered, well, what she thought of the when she first heard about the uh, podcast. She said, two perfect people to talk about pop culture, TV, movies, music, etc. Her favorite thing were great guests in the episodes, especially the musical episode, which was our Katie. And she just says, good luck for the future. So thank you, Katie. It was fun having her as a musical guest, or on the, not the musical guest, a guest about our movie musicals. Do you think we should have a musical guest on an episode? Well, that would be great. Maybe we, do you think we could get Paul McCartney? Why not? Yeah. I mean, what's he doing? Just <laughs> hanging out at home right now like everyone else? Shoot for the stars here. Oh, okay, you can do Dave Coyle is next. Yes, yeah, so we got a message from my friend Dave Coyle, and he writes, First of all, I would like to congratulate Jeff and Aunt Beth on their one-year anniversary of That's Entertainment. Sound clip of cheers and applause. And he goes on, I remember Jeff had told me around this time last year that he was doing a podcast with his Aunt Beth. And I remember the first time I tuned in was when me and my girlfriend Meredith were driving up to Scranton from Philly. At the time, there were only a few episodes recorded, but shortly after that, Jeff had asked me and our friend Walt to provide a message in the Thanksgiving mini episode. That was exciting to make an appearance on the show, especially in its early days. As for my favorite things about the show, I enjoy the karaoke corner and the episodes when Aunt Beth tells Jeff to watch a particular show or movie, because believe it or not, there are movies and TV shows out there that Jeff hasn't seen. (laughs) Also, I do enjoy the mini episodes and find them easier to to digest than the full course episodes. I usually listen to the podcast when driving, so unless I'm taking a long drive, I find the shorter episodes are easier to get through. Best wishes moving forward. If you're looking for suggestions for future episodes, I thought maybe you could cover game shows that have been brought back slash remade. I've been watching The Weakest Link with Jane Lynch, and just the other day I watched the new Supermarket Sweep with Leslie Jones, So there might be an opportunity to cover these and see how listeners feel about them and other game shows that have been revitalized. Anyway, congratulations and keep up the good work. Thanks, Dave. Have I met Dave before? Possibly. At your house, maybe. Did you go to school with him? Yeah, we went to high school together. Um, That was a nice... About that, should we cover any of those games? Yeah, maybe. We'll, We'll talk about it more some point but yeah that was a good suggestion though yeah, I like that. what we got next 
Oh, it looks like it's my mom, Sue Malone. You want to read? You can read your mom's. Okay. She wrote, my two favorite podcasts were number one, The Babysitter's Club with Megan, Elsa, and Mia. Number two, RIP Chadwick Boseman. Also, glad Beth suggested Camelot to Jeff. <laughs> I guess she wanted you to, to uh, watch that. Oh, okay. Maybe she's a fan as well. You have your whole family represented. Yeah. Yes, we do. Yeah, Rob right now. Yes, Rob. Rob left us a video. Actually, we'll we'll play you the audio portion of that right now. Oh. Yeah, that, uh, Henry's Henry? choking a little. Yeah. You okay. He's okay. Just does that sometimes. Do you leave us a message too? Yes. <laughs> he said he loves us. All right. Here's Rob. Hello, Aunt, uh, what is it? Hello, That's Entertainment. This is, uh, you guys know me. This is, uh, Rob Malone, brother and nephew to the host. And I wanted to send a message of congratulations to the show. Uh, and I wanted to, I was asked to share some thoughts uh when i first heard about the that's entertainment podcast i was very nervous very nervous uh just didn't want didn't want to very nervous about about jeff and aunt beth to say some 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 radical stuff and get people angry at them with their opinions and so I'm grateful that that hasn't happened and there hasn't been a big uproar about some of the opinions shared in the show and and really the only complaint I have is some of the guests especially the guests are in the Oscars episode you might want to work on picking a more entertaining and interesting guest for next time um, but really my wish for the future is for you to just keep on keeping on and I'm looking forward to wishing you a happy birthday on the 200th episode. So happy 100 episodes, That's Entertainment. You did it. You nailed it. And I'll see you, to, see you next year. Happy New Year. 100 episodes. <laughs> I didn't realize we had done that, gone that far. I guess we had. Yeah, we must have... Uh... If, if our guest says it, it must have been true. It must be true. Somewhere along the way. Mm -hmm. All right, who do we got next? Oh, it's yeah. another one of our past guests. I think this guy was on our Hamilton episode. Yes, this is my son, Wesley. And he said when what he thought about at first was that he thought it would be a fun opportunity for two people who love the entertainment Oops, sorry, world, <laughs> to talk about, discuss it in clever ways. Uh, his favorite thing, he said he likes that we've included a bunch of guests, especially family guests on the show. That keeps it different and interesting. It's also helpful when some of them get to talk about their areas 
of expertise. A particular favorite was the Hamilton episode. Something about that one. Maybe because you were on it, Wesley. <laughs> and his wishes for our future is that we're able to keep going and able to educate us on some old entertainment as well as new entertainment. So thank you, Wesley. We've been given an assignment then. Yes. I'm going to let you read my crazy other son's uh, <laughs> Okay, so this, or whatever yeah. you want to call it. <laughs> this is uh, our final message, listener message of the night, and it comes from Murray Woods. He writes, Dear Jeff and Mom, I think as a society, we really ought to come to an agreement on the words ratio versus patio. Is it patio and ratio, or is it patio and radio? I appreciate you both taking this on. I guess we, we should have um, researched that before this. I guess, I'll have an uh, answer for him. Should have written a well, term paper about the yes. well, Rory, language. We, we say tomato, you say tomato. Well, bringing it back to Jeopardy, they they often have a category called uh, words that should well, like work. Like we said before. Oh, that would be a good one. But yeah, so we just thank everybody for letting us know what they think about it's like we said if you don't get feedback you don't know if people like what you're doing um if people are listening so or what special things they do like about the podcast or um appreciate so i really enjoyed hearing everybody's feedback speaking of feedback yes and once again thank you to everyone who sent us messages um if you didn't get a chance to, there are, are still ways to get in touch with us. You can always give us a review. Um, a great way to do that is by going to ratethispodcast.com slash that's entertainment. Apparently helps with the algorithms when we get a review, especially a positive one. Helps more people yeah. find us. But uh, yeah, in the meantime, I think, uh, Beth and I, we're going to talk some more about our own memories and hopes for the future. So. I guess let's let's combine the the favorite and forever sections a bit, and I'll let you talk about what you've liked okay. about doing the show so far and what you're hoping um, we've got ahead for ourselves. Mine's uh, favorite are probably similar to a lot of what the feedback we got. I love um, when we've had guests on the podcast because it it just makes it a lot of fun to interact with other people. Um, and get their input or reaction. But that's not to say that I don't enjoy just talking to you, Jeff, because that's fun too. <laughs> so I like the combination, really, I guess. <laughs> um, I guess it's for favorite memories, um, this wasn't too long ago, but I loved the last podcast we did about the Babysitter's Club because we had that really was a family affair with you and I, and then my niece, Megan, and our two, my two great nieces, Elsa and Mia. Um, and I liked having the younger perspective, and I thought that they did a fantastic job. And I talked to Megan, and she said they just loved it and want to do it again. So that was really fun. Um, so I think I that's, that's quickly funny. becoming a fan favorite episode because my mom mentioned it. Yeah, and your dad, I think. So I think people liked hearing, um, you know, the young young kids these days. 
Um, on a side note, Jeff, I do enjoy that Aunt Beth tells me to blank many episodes because I feel very powerful oh. saying, telling you to do something and you actually do it. <laughs> People don't get to do that very often anymore, like to say, okay, you do this and you actually do it. So, and I really try to put a lot of thought into what I recommend or ask you to watch or, or uh, listen to or so I've had fun with with doing that um, and I just want to continue to to you know doing what we're doing um, I do this isn't a, a criticism but I've heard a few people say that they like the shorter episodes and mm -hmm. so some I feel like we need to find a way to make it maybe some of the podcasts a little shorter because if you're going to listen to it you know in the car or whatever it might be nice to just have a quicker i'm not sure how we go about that but we guys we were ramped maybe we talk too much sometimes <laughs> well yeah i know i mean it's tricky because i think one of the well you know podcasts are they're an audio format they're like radio but it's not quite the same like radio you know, like a DJ shift lasts like four hours and you can mm -hmm. jump in at any point in the show. You don't need to hear the whole yeah, thing, but yeah. podcasts are meant to be, are designed to be listened to from beginning to end. Yeah. You could just listen to the 10 minutes in the middle if you want to. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, but the, 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 the nature of audio discussion is that you kind of, I think the, the best version of it is where you let, the conversation go where it wants to go. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I guess it depends who's listening and, and what they're in. I guess if they're interested in this type of topic, then they'll want to listen to it. But maybe we should do like a full version and a mini version of each episode. Maybe I, I just know for myself, I, you know, even though I'm doing a podcast here with you, but I don't even like to listen to longer podcasts myself um you know i'd, I'd just as soon turn on listen to music especially when i'm driving so yeah. um you know and if it's a t topic i'm interested in i'd listen but uh probably i'd want it a little shorter but whatever we'll see i also would i'd love to have more family members and friends as guests and mm -hmm. maybe someone famous someday i did write that down <laughs> And then I just, uh, a couple topics I thought that might be fun to cover in the future would be an all Beatles show, um, a show about dogs or pets, maybe. Oh. I thought I, that just came to me and we, because we both love dogs. Um, and we did talk about Weird Al, but we never did do anything with that. And then finally, I'd love for more people to listen to the podcast and, and maybe get some more suggestions um, from the, them on different topics. We need fun. to have like a whose line is it anyway style audience where they could just shout out suggestions shout to out. us. Yeah, <laughs> that be fun. <laughs> so what about you? What are your some of your favorite moments and memories? I have some pretty similar ideas as you. I wrote down that I, I love getting to learn new things about our guests because most of our guests are people that, well, all of them are people that, uh, uh, one of us or both of us knew in person already. Um, mm -hmm. You know, in the case of our family members, people we've known our whole lives, but people were 
still able to learn something new about after all these yeah, years. Yeah, that's true. There's something about the the medium of a podcast or an interview where they open up in a way that they haven't opened up before. I also enjoy talking in real life, in person, with uh, people who've listened. Like whenever my dad sees me now, he usually mentions the last episode that he listened to. Oh, that's nice. So you get firsthand uh, re- uh, reaction. And yeah. Um, and yeah, so I'm, I'm also hoping that we get some more family members on board. I think they've made some fine guests so far and maybe some of the ones that we've already had, they might want to come back. Yeah. I, I was thinking that too. Cause that they, cause they seem to everybody that I've talked to said they really enjoyed or had fun doing it. So I think they would like to do it again. Yes. I'm glad we didn't turn them off. Yes. Make them want to disown <laughs> us from the family. No, that wouldn't be good. Yeah. I'm also, I kind of like to reach out to some of my friends from grad school. Cause I went, mm-hmm. f- went there for media studies. So I think there's some, uh, some folks out there who, who I think would have some things to say about the stuff we yeah. talked about. Okay. And there's also like some other, some hosts of the podcasts I listen to. I'd love to reach out to them and see if uh, they would be interested in joining the That's Entertainment fray. Oh, okay. And I think, so you mentioned the Beatles and Weird Al. Yeah, I was kind of thinking it'd be nice to do some more music episodes. Yeah, because we haven't done a lot of music, mostly just TV or movies and that's why I said the dogs. I know that that's not really pop culture, but it's... There's a lot um, of... Were you thinking like dogs in pop culture, or just like dogs in general, and we like well, discuss our favorite that, breeds? Well, not just that, but I'm not sure I have to think more about it. Although I have, there's a show I'm watching that I want to tell you about um, on CBS All Access called That Animal Rescue Show. And I want, I was like, oh, Jeff would love this. It's not just about dogs, that each episode is a different, I, almost every episode's a different animal. There's been pigs, there's been horses. Uh, it's fascinating. So even something like that, like rescue or, um, but we, we could discuss that on our own sometime. So. Yeah. Well, I also wrote down, I'd love to do an episode about community. Yeah. I'm, I'm hoping that we, wait to do that until the long-awaited mythical community movie ends up happening. And is it supposed to happen anytime soon? There's the cast members and Dan Harmon are always asked about it whenever they're interviewed. And they've kind of, in recent months, they've kind of indicated that there might be discussions happening. So could be on the horizon. Six seasons and a movie might be fulfilled. Yes, I'd have to rewatch a lot. I haven't watched it since it went off. So I did watch the, all of them. So, and mm-hmm. I was a fan, but it's like I said, it's been a while. Been a while. Well, I think that's all we planned for our little anniversary party here. I think so. I think it's time to say goodnight. Okay. Well, I think we've, we've promoted and recommended enough. So, unless you add anything. 
else the, you wanted to mention? The, the Queen's Gambit. Okay. Really good. That's the only one. That's, that's on. <laughs> that's on Netflix. It Netflix. stars Anya Taylor Joy as a. Do they call her a prodigy on that? Um, I'm not sure. She was nine when she started playing, so I guess I would think. I don't know if they refer to her as that though, but it's fascinating. Well, she's apparently. I haven't watched it yet. I've I put it down on my to watch list, but she plays chess, so. Yeah, but you don't have to be a chess fan to you know to enjoy it. It's not just a movie about chess. Checkers fans yeah. can enjoy it too. <laughs> yes, checkers. Is she a checkers prodigy? <laughs> oh, yes, that's all I'm uh, recommending. All right. Okay, so that sounds good. So, well, we'll go ahead and wrap it up. I think uh, we've got some. What can we announce? We officially announced that we're doing a never have i ever episode yeah that's i think our that's going to be our first post thanksgiving episode full episode yeah so that'll be coming in a few weeks um and we'll probably have a few mini episodes in between then okay. and uh yeah then we'll uh once we've got everything finalized we'll let you know what our episodes for the rest of the year and the year to come are going to be and we'll see if we make it to the to two years we'll see if uh, it can happen Mm -hmm. i mean this this first year went pretty fast yeah it really did in the meantime uh, remember to follow us on social media we're on instagram facebook and twitter and you can uh check out my blog on jmoney.com and Aunt Beth, I'll let you uh, do your sign-off. Uh, it's really appropriate for this time. I say, what is good night? And we love you, Alex and Sean. <laughs> yes. Love you, Alex. Love you, Sean. We love our listeners. And as always, I'll say, with some special anniversary oomph to it this time, keep your emotes handy and your eyes open.